Hey, yo, ladies and gentlemen, to you, the fellow, the fellow, the fellow watching this right now, I hope right now in your ears or on your eyeballs or maybe even both of them on the YouTube channel, podcast, whatever it might be, I hope you're having a lovely start to your weekend, your Friday. Happy Friday to you. Hello, Friday. Indeed. What's up? How y'all doing? We got a massive, massive, ooh, double digits, double digits, 11 games late today. We're going to break it down, though. Don't worry. Don't, don't get overwhelmed here. We're going to go through, like we always do, injury and status dashboard. Then we're going to smack you right on over to a bunch of guys, 17 guys, a guy from each team that I'm trying to pick out. And then on some teams, you just got to talk about more because there's a lot of value on an 11-game slate with already a big amount of injury news, with already a lot of questionable tags that are really going to shift the slate. And look, it's an 11-game slate that already has a lot of value in every price range, so you can do whatever you want. Hey, you want to build balance with a bunch of 7, 8, and 9K guys? guys, there's a lot that are going to look really good and maybe even have 50 plus point upside today in multiple spots. Oh, you want to just get to the value guys that have secure minutes today in the 4k range and maybe even the 3k range. And then you just want to go shoot up towards the top to Nikola Jokic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't blame you for that. Especially if there's also no Anthony Davis who's questionable and then you get LeBron as well at a low 10k. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't, can't, can't blame you on that one, right? So that's what we're doing here. Like, subscribe, do those things. If you're brand new to the channel, let me know in the comment section. I'm always curious on that. We will be going live at 4 p.m. East Coast time today to break down this 11 game slate live, talk a little bit more about some super draft plays talk a little bit more about our finalized projections currently we're working off of my early projections before i finalize any other things throughout the day you can find those and follow along right down below on patreon a lot of people having a lot of success we had our man in the discord who's been grinding the tears shout out to you my man grinding the tears had his biggest win ever of over four thousand dollars said he's going to be able to take out some of that money for taxes and then use the rest or a decent amount of it not totally all of it still gonna have a bankroll in DraftKings, but use some of that towards his student loans which you love to hear that you love to hear that making the nice financial decisions with it you're turning your passion you're turning your passion and the edges of tears it appears of playing some dfs into a way to actually fund your lifestyle and, and get towards some of your goals of knocking out those those crazy crazy terrible terrible debt right terrible debt knock that shit out my man so we love to hear that we're gonna get into it like subscribe to those things the sponsor of today's show the hoodie that i'm rocking if you're watching on the youtube version it's very very warm i, I wake up in a cold house my girlfriend's still sleeping in a cold apartment so yeah you got you got to stay warm somehow I got some slippers on right now yeah super draft to sponsor the show i've seen a shit ton of people signing up over the last couple days because Superdraft hit two days ago their biggest ever contest in NBA 20k to first hundred thousand dollar ruskies overall and they continue to roll out big contests yes that was a big contest but I mean fifteen thousand dollars to first today seventy five thousand people and let me let me give you in on a little bit of a secret Friday all around Friday is the least active day for NBA DFS. What does that mean? It means that the least people normally play. It means that the viewership overall usually tends to go down on not just my videos, but all across the industry. Why is that? Well, it's Friday. People want to hang out. People, even if it is a pandemic, they want to go out if you're allowed to go out to a bar safely, right, with some friends. They want to go over to their friends or their family's house, or they just want to chill out, relax, max, all cool with a significant other. It's Friday. The work week is over. You got to blow off some steam. The last thing they want to do is be tracking uh, 25 injuries like I'm going to be doing tonight in 11 games, right? So yeah, little secret for you. Fridays are usually the softest days in the DFS NBA space, which on a site in Superdraft that has only been filling at 80%, last Friday it filled at 80% flat. It's going to leave some nice voids if you're playing over there. So again, your first dollar should be going over to Superdraft until those contests start filling because you're playing against people or you're basically playing against zeros in 20 to 30% of the field. You could use the code down below, Sal, S-A-L, to sign up over there. You get a free money bonus up to $500 Ruskies. The game mode is pretty simple. It's a multiplier. So for example, example today there's going to be guys like Anthony Davis who is questionable but he has a 1.2x multiplier 
whatever points he scores, you multiply it by an extra 1.2x, so 20% bonus points. So it all comes down to those bonus points, finding the value in the multipliers. People have been having a lot of success over there in general and just better ROI chances since the fact that you have to play against 20 or 30% less of the field. You only got to win. You only have to beat basically 70 to 80% of the field when the contest starts, whereas any other site, you have to beat 100% of the field. So, I mean, it just it's, it's like you're in the grocery store and you could take the item that's 20% off, the, the two items of the exact same brand, right? Exact same product. You can take the one that says, hey, this one's 20% off, just this item right here, or you can pay 20% more and people continue to play 20% more for drafting. I, I don't understand it. It's a marketing thing, but I rest my case. Check it out down below, Super Draft. Let's now get into the breakdown of the injury and status dashboard. Rajon Rondo is out today, and honestly, nobody really saw more minutes. I thought Brandon Goodwin might see some more minutes. He entered the rotation, but he only saw four minutes early on, and then nothing after that. You saw some other guys getting minutes here and there, but they really just ended up giving bigger minutes to Kevin Horder. He yet again played 34-plus minutes, getting 35 minutes. And with Gallo, with Gallo seeing his minutes increase to 30 minutes for the first time this year, you saw Gallo play 30 minutes, so that's kind of where those minutes fueled off to. So Rondo being out, yes, it, it's going to give like Kevin Horder more secured minutes. Maybe, maybe Cam Reddish, but it doesn't seem like he's going to go up all too much. Devontae Graham is questionable with the groin. You have to track this because if Devontae Graham is out, well, then Terry Rozier price point coming up, more appealing, right? Obviously, LaMelo Ball at 8,600 lost some minutes in that last game as the game blew out late, but LaMelo Ball still sees all the upside in the world, so he's somebody that you go to. That's something that you have to track, uh, especially in a matchup against Minnesota where there's no D-low. I mean, it doesn't really hurt, but either way, you're going to be going up against like Anthony Edwards if you're a guard and Ricky Rubio. Fine spot for LaMelo in a ceiling spot where LaMelo won't be on today. LaMelo, even if Devontae Graham, I mean, if he's in, I don't have any interest because minutes-wise, it's tough to get there for LaMelo. But if Devontae Graham is out, Lamelo's not going to be on today because of a lot of guys in that price range. I mean, Anthony Davis, if he plays, Randall, uh, Russell Westbrook, right at uh, $9,000 slot today. They're not going to own $8,600 Lamelo. I can tell you that. Denver, it's just PJ Dozier out again. You're not getting as big of minutes for Monty Morris, although I think you can get up to there because some other guys like uh, Campazzo came back. So not much really there, but now we can start to get into some juicy stuff. You can start with Mason Plumley, who was scratched pretty last second, but we were able to get the projections updated. We had like 20 minutes, 15 minutes or so last night, and it made the best play in the slate open up. It made Isaiah Stewart open up, who was a center that was like three. $3,100 and he ends up going out there or $3,200. He ends up going out there and scoring 30 plus fantasy points, shoots eight of nine overall, plays 30 plus minutes. It was fantastic. And we're going to run it back again today. Mason Plumley, he was questionable with that elbow. He was scratched yesterday. So now today we'll see what happens on the second night of a back-to-back -back against Boston, where Boston is going to run out there. Daniel Tice for probably 26 to 28 minutes. Thompson for probably around 22 minutes. So it's not really something that concerns me with the rookie Isaiah Stewart going out there. He will yet again, if he starts, look like a fantastic play. So that's big news on today's slate with Mason Plumley. Anthony Davis is questionable with an Achilles. Alex Crusoe is probable from the Lakers. Anthony Davis, if he's out, it's LeBron James at 10,100 looking really good against Memphis. If Anthony Davis is in with no minute restrictions and he's going to play 33 to 34 minutes at just $9,200, he's a smash play on both formats, Superdraft and DraftKings today. Memphis, just a lot of guys out today. Bain, Melton will be out again. Bain, so I think that will give you some increased minutes for Xavier Tillman, the rookie. I think it'll give you some increased minutes for Grayson Allen, who ended up playing 30 minutes in that last game. But really, really uh, beware of Grayson Allen. We'll talk about him on the early interests. I think he's a fine play because there's a lot of guard minutes now out of the show rotation the rookie and Bain Melton out again but they can easily give some minutes to some other guys John Conquer they like to give minutes to him they can easily go there Tillman they can easily give a couple more minutes to Grayson Allen saw big minutes in that last game partially because right away early on in the game Dylan Brooks picked up two personal fouls he picked up two personal fouls in like the first two and a half minutes and then Grayson Allen checked in and Grayson Allen shot hot Grayson Allen ended up getting hot in that game so when a guy's playing well you're not going to take him out of the game so that benefits him right two things had to happen for him to get those minutes one obviously there's some injuries so I think he's going to see more minutes but early foul 
trouble had to happen, and then he ended up shooting 5 of 12 overall from three-point land, which is going to get you there, right? All of his makes, all of his attempts in this game were from three. So uh, banking on him to score 18 real-life points, again, basically all off of three-pointers, is something that I don't know too much of if I, if I believe or if I buy into the hype of. Uh, we'd have to see it. The minutes are going to be a little bit more secure, but obviously you're relying on some hot shooting. So in Minnesota, you're going to be having no D'Angelo Russell, and Carl Anthony Towns returned in that last game, and Carl Anthony Towns played 31 minutes, and this is very appealing. Now, Towns, for us to really want to get there, we probably have to see the 32 to 34 minutes consistently but even at 31 minutes because the price tag is 9300 this is another guy that will make it so that like that upper 8k range just isn't owned there's so much in this lower 9k range just so much right anthony davis already talked about russell westbrook i mean you have Kawhi right at 9500 this is a loaded 9k range and now you have carl anthony towns with no d'angelo russell here towns in his first game back shoots 15 times plays 31 minutes has 18 real life points and scores 38 fantasy points i mean this is in a game where you assume that he was limited he wasn't hurt right he had covid and he had some obvious complications with COVID. He had complications in his personal life, losing loved ones, his mother included to COVID. So, I mean, mentally, it's very hard for him. But if we're just talking about Towns, like it's not a lower body injury, it's just conditioning at this point. And in your first game back, you're playing 31 minutes. It seems like you're decently conditioned. But even if Towns plays just, let's just say, 31 minutes in this game again, against Charlotte and Cody Zeller, Towns can easily pay off a $9,300 price tag in 31 minutes. I mean, earlier this year, he was playing like 30 minutes a game. This is what he was doing. 30 minutes, 47 fantasy points. 30 minutes, 53 fantasy points, right? Now, ideally, you get 34 35 but Carl Anthony Towns is, is clearly in play today at $9,300 especially especially if the ownership is lower which I do think will be the case if Anthony Davis plays and because of Russell Westbrook without Bradley Beal Shea Gilchrist Alexander we can scroll down for the rest of these injuries love giving you guys the injury news because it's very very important to start your day even if you're watching this in the middle of the day or, or closer to lock very important to understand what's going on here and, and not only what the news already is but what news to be watching for we'll always be updating the projections on patreon patreon.com backslash sal underscore veteran underscore you can come join the community over 500 patrons actually i believe right around 600 patrons now we have a community in there we have a discord we have projections rankings for the uh, and ownership for pga and mma projections rankings right now for the nba and things like that maybe we'll be adding nascar as we will now be having nascar content on fridays on this channel not myself but we'll be releasing that news a little bit later today probably by the time this video is out around 8 9 10 a.m i'm going to be putting a video out on twitter to introduce the new creator to the salvatry media channel very excited for that to give you guys some nascar content and maybe even now that gives me some time to create some nascar tools projections ownership just continue to smack you around with the information that you need here on YouTube and the quality tools you need over on Patreon. But SGA is out. Theo Maldon is out yet again. And Isaiah Roby, who was the late scratch that ruined everybody's lineup, 50% of the field, but you were still able to cash a lot of the time because so many motherfucking people had him, is going to be questionable today. So we have to just see what happens here, right? I obviously like Diallo still, even at $7,000. I'm not really concerned with that. He's still going to project out for around 40 fantasy points for me. So he's in play. He's not anywhere near as good of a play when he was the 5 and 6K Hamadou Diallo, but it's going to be interesting to watch. Still no news on George Hill, so we're just going to assume that he's going to be out today. But if we take all three of those guards off the court for OKC, you're getting Diallo averaging somewhere around basically like 1.2 fantasy points per minute. You're getting like close to a 28% usage rate. So that's good to see. Kendrick Williams plays the most minutes with all those guys off the court. If Kendrick Williams starts, I'll be interested, right? But he had that big game the last time out. He is averaging 0.86 fantasy points per minute, but he's also shooting right now 54% from three-point land and a limited sample of 151 minutes with these guys off the court. So obviously, I don't think Kendrick Williams is going to become the best three-point shooter in the NBA. So 54 is going to go down so people start to hop to Kendrick Williams it's just an easy fade for me based on the fact that he's going to regress from the three-point line so we can talk about the early interest with SGA out but yes you're going to be having some of these guards mainly Diallo again looking really nice and then just fill in the blanks with whoever fits into your lineup Lou Dort played 40 plus minutes in that last game Dort's going to look good Baisley's okay but doesn't really do much for me Horford has a pretty nice ceiling as you're seeing now as he's picking up more assists and more stable rebounds without SGA out there Frank Mason the guy that looked fantastic the guy that looked like one of the top value plays he was probably the second best value play only behind Isaiah Stewart yesterday 
and after four minutes he ends up getting hurt in that game and this is a team that lacks bodies already they're just losing every single one of their guards they literally signed frank mason just so they can have some guard depth i mean being a guard right now in orlando is the worst possible thing that can happen to you it's like looking at the grim reaper in his face and just going up right final destination being on there and just going up i know i'm not i know i'm next at this point right you ended up having marco fultz gone uh you have michael carter williams who's questionable for today at least so maybe he joins back but he's been out for a long time you had cole anthony the rookie get hurt now you have frank mason get hurt with a groin injury so here's the deal track orlando because orlando somehow today there's going to be value one way or another right you're going to have none of these guys play meaning frank mason doesn't play cole anthony doesn't play uh, carter williams doesn't play evan fournier doesn't play again all those guys missed yesterday mason left after four minutes and then the value becomes tremendous on terrence ross and james ennis who played 39 minutes and dwayne bacon and obviously vooch at the same price point and 9400 continues to look great or some guys will play if it's frank mason the only one playing at 4600 run him back he's going to project out for like close to 30 fantasy points and honestly i hope it's cole anthony because cole anthony is only 5200 dollars today if cole anthony is back and he's not gonna be on a minutes limit he's gonna play 32 plus minutes at 5200 with nobody else out there i mean james ennis is literally playing close to 40 minutes right now cole anthony might play 34 35 so keep an eye on this you might have michael carter williams jump back in and all these other guys are out so track the starters for orlando we'll be updating via patreon if all these guys are out they're gonna be really lacking bodies and it's gonna be the terrence ross show if all these guys are in well then yeah cole anthony at 5200 looks appealing and also evan fournier's price point is dropping a good amount also to, to make matters worse for their rotation alfaru amino is doubtful today after returning for like a game or two mike conley out again and you continue to see the same guys benefit jordan clarkson gets his minutes bumped to closer to 30 that's appealing hasn't been getting there as of late so maybe that keeps his ownership lower today i think it will on a massive slate just naturally you've been seeing joe ingles continuously get there coming off of a 38 fantasy point day and that's nice to see because the assists are just staying steady for him but the price point is rising and then donovan mitchell is just becoming an absolute monster picking up more assists more ball handling responsibilities so that's what's happening with mike conley out that's what's, that's what we kind of expect at this point but just giving you the little bit of a news refresh there finally as we get into the early interest bradley beal out today you know what the deal is there it's russell westbrook show russell westbrook show and ish smith picking up more minutes as long as he starts in place guys like rui hachimura average a little bit more fantasy points per minute as well 1.04 without beal on the court so that's the biggest news so far today is that beal has been out in terms of stars and a nine thousand dollar westbrook looks great and then we have a lot of other news in terms of what could potentially happen as we just went through let's get into the early interests now so as we get into the early interest 17 players from 17 teams to talk about here and also some other guys that we'll talk about on those teams as long as there's value we'll go three at a time here so let's start to scroll down as we're here like subscribe do all those things i greatly greatly appreciate it and also check me out on some other platforms twitter one of them right at salvage dfs you can check my pinned tweet right now i'm doing a new segment we've done it for three days in a row now and it's really generating some nice viewership but also just some just nice feedback it's something that i continue to want to do daily and expect to do daily as long as it works out schedule wise it's called today in sports it's one minute and it's a mashup and it's hard to describe without you watching it but it's basically just me going through there sitting in my thing without my green screen or anything like that sitting in my office and having a combination of sports from that day the big topic or the bigger two or three topics from that day for one minute and just riffing uh, kind of you know writing out some jokes and things like that and it seems to be very successful so far only generating positive feedback it's being put out right now on tiktok on instagram and on twitter so some of those short form platforms are just one minute a day it's got a lot of high production editing in it so i'm putting a lot of time into this it's something that i plan to be doing uh, daily or as often as i possibly can for the next six to 12 months then judge the success of it if it's shot off by them well obviously we're going to keep doing it and if it hasn't well then maybe we'll rear back some of the resources getting pushed towards it because it's like a, a three to four hour a day project for just this one minute of content but i think there's massive upside in this show so i please do i just want any feedback on it so check it out on those platforms you can follow me on those platforms as well it's just more content for all of you in terms of a valuable standpoint coming from both the news standpoint it's literally the news it's today in sports but also the comedy so i think it's a nice little niche that we found in this space that nobody else is doing and i think nobody else can do it as good as your boy so appreciate it if you want to check that out let's get into these early interests now and honestly gallo i like gallo a lot gallo played 30 minutes in that last game and he ended up shooting like one of 
11 from the field. So you're getting Gallo's minutes to come up 25 and then 30. The last time out, they said he's going to be pushed up to a 30 minutes limit. You're getting him against a team that doesn't still have uh, San Antonio, doesn't still have Lamarcus Aldridge. So that's nice in terms of what you're getting there. But he shot 12 times in that last game. So yeah, Gallo is somebody who's been limited all season long. It's hard to judge like his fantasy point per minute production because it's such a smaller sample than it should be. And he's not playing on the court as much of as he should with the guys that he should be playing with, but he's averaging like 0.9 fantasy points per minute this year. He is shooting 60% true shooting percentage, and he gets a decent amount of rebounds and assists, nothing crazy, but Gallo at $4,800, yeah, it's going to look good. You tell me he gets 30 minutes again today. You tell me he shoots 12 times again today. Even if you continue to shoot bad and shoot four of 12 from the field, it's going to get you there a lot of the time at 4,800. You basically just need 24 points for it to not to ruin your lineup, and for him to get a fantasy point per minute, Gallo, right? You remember him on the Clippers? That's a guy who can easily, easily drop a fantasy point per minute. Next man up, and oh yeah, if you don't know now, you know, you already know Zach Levine's on this list. I told you the last time out, oh, he's at $9,000. People are going to be afraid to play Zach Levine at $9,000, but not us. Not if you're watching this channel. And if people are not recommending Zach Levine when he's at $9,000 because, oh, he's too expensive now. This is a guy who was just $8,400 a couple days ago. Yeah, and he's still without all the other producers on his team. One the Carter doubtful today. Lori, no update. Otto Porter, still no update, right? He ended up playing just 33 minutes in a blowout against Orlando in that first game and scores 55 points, then 59, then 49 points, then 65 points, right? I'm not expecting 65, but the price point coming up two, two, two hundred dollars and overall the price point since he's been balling up coming up only six hundred dollars is not appropriate it's not appropriate for a guy who's basically lebron james over these last couple games in fantasy and oh my god a couple people's brains just blew out this guy has no credibility he's calling zach levine lebron james no we're talking fantasy point per minute wise this season in a strong sample of 200 minutes a pretty strong sample of 200 minutes without laurie Otto porter or wendell carter the only other strong producers on this team outside of probably kobe white he's averaging 1.56 fantasy points per minute levine am i going to project him for 1.56 no i'm not going to project him to be every single day Nikola Jokic out there but you can be damn sure that I'm going to project him out there to be similar to Damian Lillard right to be right around a 1.35 1.4 fantasy point per minute producer and if you haven't checked lately Lillard, Lillard has consistently been like a $10,000 player Zach Levine at $9,200 is still too cheap after that I would go to Kobe White whose price point is still fair for a guy coming off of a game where he shot 20 times good to see that volume go up for him and then Denzel Valentine if you're looking for a mid-range option a power forward small forward $5,400 play nowhere near a priority on this big of a slate I'd rather go to a guy like Gallo over Denzel Valentine today but yes Zach Levine strongly in play for me next up is Andre Drummond Andre Drummond you know that last game is a complete blowout his price point just kind of stays the same he only played like 13 14 minutes early on because they lost by like 30 something points and they're like you know what tonight's not our night the problem with Andre Drummond and the reason why even at this cheaper price point he's not a priority yeah I love the matchup against Ennis Cantor for him that looks really good all the price points on these guys are plummeting Sexton 6600 is the lowest that we've seen him in the in a while but my concern with Andre Drummond is Jared Allen on the court next to him is a major concern now the price point is kind of taking this into account but he's a guy who averages a 40% rebounding rate so far this season but now Jared Allen starting alongside Drummond and now Drummond's overall fantasy point per minute production has dropped Andre Drummond at $8,200 there's a lot of guys in the 8k range and that lower 8k range that I'm going to be appealed to today Drummond is the guy from Cleveland for me then Sexton so look Drummond's recent performance it's going to keep his ownership down which is the first time we can say that in a while but they're changing things in this rotation they're putting another big next zoom which is affecting the way that he's playing it's not as easy for him to clean up these 2020s right now his 20 rebound games are turning into 12 rebound games which is kind of priced in right now, but he needs as many rebounds as he can get to get you there based on the fact that he just doesn't play big minutes all that often. Somebody who does play big minutes all that often is Mr. Nikola Jokic at $10,700. And yes, I'm going to be getting there. Nikola Jokic is my favorite max spend up option, right? The max spend up options are, you know, your 10K plus.
plus, but really that upper echelon tier of Giannis, Luka, and Jokic. I like them all. None of them are terrible plays. They're all going to be in a player pool for me, but I already rank Jokic the one, especially with a nice little price discount here, and he's facing OKC, right? He's going up against an older Al Horford today. He's going up against, uh, who else, right? The bodies that are going to be there, maybe even no Isaiah Roby for some length, so Mike Muscala out there. So yeah, this is a really good spot. If you're concerned about a blowout, I get it. There's just no guys left on OKC against a quality and healthy Denver team. I mean, Denver's only missing right now PJ Dozier and Gary Harris, not the guys that really hold you back if they're out from blowing out a team like OKC. So I understand the blowout concerns there, but Nikola Jokic, only 40-something fantasy points in the last game, and that's considered a terrible game, right? So his his bust games don't come all that often. Now he's coming off of one of these bad games. He rarely busts back-to-back nights. He only played 30 minutes in that last game because they ended up beating Cleveland by 38 points. So yeah, he ended up missing out on at least five minutes, probably closer to six to eight minutes in that game. So nothing was wrong with Nikola Jokic. He kind of got to play three quarters and got you 42 points in those three quarters. If you try and give him his fourth quarter run, he's scoring around 55 plus fantasy points yet again at $11,000. So yes, Jokic is the guy for me. After that, I would look at Jamal Murray in this matchup against OKC where there's no guards that are going to have any shot at defending him. Nobody's out there right now. His price point keeps dropping. I know he's not producing as of late. I know you have guys like uh, with Michael Porter Jr. coming back, taking usage away. Will Barton getting a little bit more usage and run now. Monty Morris is more active than Gary Harris out there for those minutes from a usage standpoint. So a lot of that is hurting Murray, but he's going to be like probably 2% owned on this type of a slate with the price point dropping. It's becoming a buy low spot for Jamal Murray, kind of like it was for Middleton a couple nights ago. Luckily for us, Middleton goes off for 60 plus points, but it's just identifying these guys at their low points. I can't see Jamal Murray going down to like $6,400, $6,500. That's just way too low at that point for him to continue to pay it off. So we're starting to get there. So keep an eye on that. Isaiah Stewart, obviously only if Mason Rudolph or Mason Plumlee is out, not Mason Rudolph. If Mason Plumlee is out, Isaiah Stewart is the guy to get to here. Isaiah Stewart, just a quality producer. Anytime you have a cheap center that's not in a matchup against a bruising center on the opposite side, I mean, Tristan Thompson, Daniel Tice, not scaring me all that much. Anytime that you have that in fantasy, and as long as they're a decent producer, it's going to look good for you. And Isaiah Stewart has been a decent producer. He's averaging about 0.9 fantasy points per minute so far this year and 411 minutes of play, right? Well, basically all of his minutes are with Mason Plumlee off the court because he backs up Mason Plumlee, averaging about 18 minutes per game this year. But I'm going to project him out for upper 20s a minute. It's not going to give him 30 plus, but 28 minutes or so today. If there's no Mason Plumlee, that's going to be looking good. Isaiah Stewart, again, every single one of his minutes has been with Mason Plumlee off the court. So that sample that we have of him is very, very strong. Paul George is still going to miss today. So Kawhi Leonard's price point barely comes up after dropping about 60 fantasy points his last time out. And now he gets like one of the dream matchups against Chicago and this banged up Chicago team. So as long as the game stays close here, expect Kawhi Leonard to play 35 minutes and play really well at 9,500. Again, this 9K range is absolutely loaded. We haven't even gotten to some of the best plays in the range. And we've already talked about some really good plays in Zach Levine and Kawhi Leonard. So far this season without Paul George on the court in 327 minutes, Kawhi Leonard is averaging 1.39 fantasy points per minute on DraftKings and a 33.2% usage rate. He looks great on SuperDraft with a 1.25x multiplier, averaging a 24% assist percentage. So all of those things look good. Some other guys who get bumps, Luke Kennard plays the most minutes this year without George on the court. I'm not really getting there too much. He's still just a 0.75 fantasy point per minute producer. You're coming off of a game where Nicholas Batum played 35 minutes. Expect big minutes there. If you want to get there, I prefer all of the guys really from OKC and even Orlando for value right now to a Nicholas Batum who's kind of like a sketchy wing value that you need every single one of those 35 minutes to even have a chance at just breaking even for you, it seems. But this is also the one to keep an eye on. Lou Williams has played back-to-back games of 29 minutes. Now, in the first game, he only played like 12 minutes in the first half, and then he got to close out after getting hot. So, you know, he ended up getting maybe a little bit more run because of the closing run. But in this past game, he played 15 minutes in the first half. Okay, so 
that's a little bit more respectable, right? 15 minutes in the first half. Reggie Jackson did deal with a little bit of foul trouble early on in the first quarter, but it seemed like he was checking in. He already checked in before Jackson picked up his second foul, so it wasn't necessarily due to that. Now, Lou Williams did get hot in the game. He shot really well, so that's going to help your closing run, but Lou Williams is in the closing rotation for this team, so if the game stays close, you're probably going to get 28 or so, 28 to 30 minutes out of Lou Williams, who with Paul George off the court this year is averaging 1.15 fantasy points per minute. Now, if the game doesn't stay close, well, it's a blowout and nobody's getting the run, not even Kawhi, but definitely not Lou Williams. You're probably only getting like 18 to 20 minutes out of him because he's picking up a lot of his minutes, like eight of his minutes these last couple of games, majority of his minutes, well, not majority of his minutes, but like a third of his minutes to probably right around like 30% exactly of his minutes come right in that fourth quarter. So that's the risk reward upside for Lou Williams, but the man has been absolutely on fire without Paul George this year, averaging 1.15 fantasy points per minute. Let's get into the next three teams now. We can start with LeBron James. It's as simple as this. Against Memphis, if there's no Anthony Davis, $10,100 LeBron James averaging over 1.5 fantasy points per minute without Anthony Davis, he's in play for me. If Anthony Davis is in, I don't really have... I'm not against LeBron. He's still in a player pool probably, but I'm not prioritizing him in my single entry three max lineups. And then Anthony Davis at 9,200 starts to become more of the play there. From Memphis, you know, you got Joe Val if you want to get there. It's a tougher spot now against the Lakers if indeed you get Anthony Davis out there. But you got Joe Val if you wanted to get there. I'm not against it. Especially if I assume he'll be lower on. Yeah, John Moran at 7,100. Just a lot of Memphis just looks eh, right? Kyle Anderson, Dylan Brooks continues to get in so much foul trouble. Grayson Allen, you're right. You got no Melton. You got no Bain today. These guards and Xavier Tillman, Grayson Allen, going to pick up more minutes. John Conquer, going to pick up more minutes. Allen played 30 minutes in that last game he just shot very well right he basically kept himself on the court because he shot well he got to play more minutes in the first quarter than he ever would because Dylan Brooks picked up two and a half fouls in the first or he picked up two fouls in the first two and a half minutes so normally you don't get Grayson Allen checking in after three minutes of the game to where he can pick up like an extra four or five minutes in the first quarter so with the injuries yes with Desmond Bain not going to be out there playing 25 minutes Grayson Allen I expect to play in the mid 20s of minutes maybe like 26 minutes maybe 28 but I'll probably project him closer to the mid 20s not going to give him 30 too many things went in his favor he basically got to close out part of the blowout because he was playing pretty well in it and they got to play the final couple of minutes when none of the starters were on the court and he got that extra run early on so just be aware of Grayson out now if he's not owned at all none of that matters you're gonna get 26 28 minutes play him if you want to he's very streaky he hit five threes yesterday so that's the only reason why he got any points so I'm probably not playing much of Grayson Allen unless we get news like he's starting or something along those lines but I mean 4100 he'll probably grade out as an okay value for most people I'm gonna stay away from it because there's a lot of things and this is why you're at this channel right now in this podcast for all the big schmacks there's a lot of things saying red flag red flag a guy who relies on three-point shooting who got extended run because of a blowout and foul trouble might be phantom minutes due to some injuries today yeah I'll stay away from that probably Carl Anthony Towns we already mentioned it at 9300 he's my guy today from Minnesota there's no D'Angelo Russell and Carl Anthony Towns it was very encouraging to see him not play like 25 minutes in the first game back so he didn't have to worry about okay when's he gonna play 30 plus no he came right back in and he played 31 minutes and early this year he was playing like 30 minutes in a lot of games this year right like normally they would get him up to 32 34 if the game was close but he would play 30 minutes in a lot of games and score you 50 fantasy points like it was nothing because Carl Anthony Towns especially with D'Angelo Russell off the court this year he's averaging 1.41 fantasy points per minute and that's arguably low for Carl Anthony Towns so yet another guy in this 9k range right now Towns is a very appealing option against Charlotte today I mean Towns has the upside to go for 60 points against the Charlotte team even in 30 minutes he can average two fantasy points a minute that's how good this motherfucker is and I think people forget because he's been out your next three teams now we're going to go to OKC OKC is the team where you have to see well who's starting right Diallo at 7k he's also going to be another fantastic option on the presenting sponsor of the show Superdraft because he has a 1.7x multiplier and he's just an absolute monster Diallo continues to grade out so highly for me on Superdraft so be sure again check out the presenting sponsor linked below I don't know what you're doing if you're not putting your first dollars there the only reason you're not is because DraftKings has manipulated your mindset from a marketing standpoint to keep putting your money into contests yeah you can win a lot of money if you want to win 100k to first still it's like a 0.0001% chance but if you actually want to get the best return on your investment you'll put it in the spot where you're you're getting to face off against 70% of the field instead of 100% of the field 
you automatically have a 30% better chance at winning the contest. It's just that simple or even cashing. So you can check out that link down below the code salads and know you came from me, but Diallo at 7k flat. And then this is, this would be my ranking right now of OKC. Diallo who averages like 1.2 fantasy points a minute with all these guys off the court. Horford who's been just seeing ceiling games without like SGA there for a high rebounding guard, assist percentage is going up for Horford under the basket and also coming up a little bit more to the point, setting his traditional Horford screens at the elbow. Lou Dort, just because he's still cheap and going to play massive minutes, 40 plus in that last game. And then whoever starts after that, if it's Kendrick Williams, I could probably ease off of it if people are going to go there, but whoever starts after that point, if it's Isaiah Robody and he comes back uh, for his revenge on screwing all the DFSers the last time out, but that's where I'm at with that team. Terrence Ross at 5,600 is going to be one of the best plays on the slate. If all these other guys are out now, I find it hard to believe that they're not going to address one of these other guards, whether it's Michael Carter Williams, finally, who's questionable, whether it is one of Cole Anthony and or Evan Fournier, because they just down so many bodies. I mean, it could really be not that massive of a groin injury for Frank Mason and he can be back. But if all these guys are out, they're going to have to just start Terrence Ross. I expected Terrence Ross. He's normally the six men to keep coming off the bench as long as they have bodies. But if they're only going to be dressing, especially if Amino's doubtful, the you need eight bodies to play an NBA game. If they only dress eight bodies today, Terrence Ross is going to be one of those five stars. And if he's not even better, if he's playing off the bench with a couple other guys, Ross, he normally is fantastic of an option fantasy point per minute wise. And now if you can actually get like 33, 34 minutes out of him instead of 28, he's going to look like a slam dunk. But again, track the news here. Ross becomes a terrible play at 5,600 if everybody else is back. If you get Cole Anthony back, if you get guys like Evan Fournier back, because then Ross is just playing his normal 28 minutes, maybe 29 minutes of backup run at a slightly increased price point. But this is the team I got to be watching for. Keep an eye on it. And I will say this, if Cole Anthony starts today at $5,200, super draft price points, incredible for him and his price point on DraftKings for a guy who should be $6,000 at minimum today, who's going to play 32 minutes and average like 0.9 fantasy points a minute or more is very appealing against Sacramento. From Portland, not much stands out. Lillard at $9,800, especially if LeBron doesn't become in play, right? I prefer LeBron over Lillard if there's no Anthony Davis. Otherwise, I go to Lillard in that price range. But yet again, it's a loaded price range. I'd rather go down and save some money, to be honest with you, on guys like Zach Levine, on guys like without Paul George, Kawhi Leonard. So that's why Lillard on this bigger slate isn't as much appealing to me. It's basically just Cantor coming off of the back-to-back Played fine yesterday against Joel B. Just didn't get you there. Got like 32, 31 fantasy points. Played 32 minutes, so it was good. He's continuing to stay out of foul trouble. Now he's going up against a bigger team in Jared Allen and an Andre Drummond frontcourt. That can give him some issues. So honestly, for me today, Portland's really not in play. If I had to pick one, it would be Cantor, but there's enough centers on the slate all across the price ranges all the way down. If you want to go to Isaiah Stewart, the strong nine carrying show we've talked about, all the way up if you want to go to Jokic. That can probably stay away from a guy in Ennis Cantor. Now let's finish it up with a couple other guys on the slate. We got about four guys left. We can go to Jante Murray at 6,800. And then in the order of this, I will go with Derek White returning, DeMar DeRozan, and Keldon Johnson. All of San Antonio just seems appropriately priced. I would say DeJounte still slightly underpriced. He should probably be like $7,200, but it's a good matchup against Atlanta. You're going to probably get a projection of 31 minutes from me out of him. Still no LaMarcus Aldridge, so that rebounding rate will start to peak closer to 20% still, and you're going to get like 1.15 fantasy points a minute. So DeJounte looks good on all platforms, kind of in this price range where it's like a no man's land. He's next to Hamadou Dealu. I think I like, it's tough to see. I'm going to have to check back in on the projections later today to see which one I actually like more because right now I'm trying to say, I was going to say I like Diallo more, but the matchup against Denver versus Atlanta, it's probably going to lean to DeJounte Murray. We'll see those projections down below on Patreon if you want to follow along later today. From Sacramento, not much stands out, but Rashawn Holmes, if he plays minutes, like Rashawn Holmes lately, he, in his last game, he didn't get to get the minutes, but he's still in their price. Rashawn Holmes should probably be $61 to $6,200 is what I'll say. So it's nothing major there. He's only center eligible. So if you were to go to this mid-range for a center, I'd go to Rashawn Holmes probably over, just factoring in the price point, like an Ennis Cantor and save that $1,500 because Holmes, he plays 30 minutes a game. In the last game, it was a game where he just got into some foul trouble 
trouble. Five personal fouls. He gets in foul trouble somewhat often, but it really impacted his minutes against Philly and Joel Embiid. He only played 22 minutes against his former team, the 76ers. But before that, you had four straight games of 30 minutes, and you had five straight games of 28 or more minutes. And when he's doing that, he's averaging a fantasy point per minute. He's scoring 31 and 40 fantasy points. So Holmes for me, and then Halliburton, who's very much a hot shooter, but also has the assist percentage to get you there against a weak Orlando team, potentially a weaker Orlando team today. Donovan Mitchell from Utah is a strong play for me. We don't have many options in this 8K range. At $8,200, give me Mitchell over Drummond at the exact same price point. Another reason why Drummond will probably be lower owned at that exact same price point. A lot of people will flood to Donovan Mitchell. And then there's all upside ceiling plays on Utah here. You have Rudy Gobert. He's in that range. I prefer him at 7,500 over the eight or, or not eight in over your uh, and his canter in that price range. But then after that, yeah, Ingles is playing better, but his price point is coming up. I get it. He's scoring like 37, 38 points here and there from a fantasy perspective because of the assist percentage going up more minutes, more ball handling responsibilities. But Jordan Clarkson's the guy for me. We're getting Jordan Clarkson's minutes to not be as much there lately, but this guy's waiting to absolutely erupt both on super draft and DraftKings. right? The last two games without Mike Conley, 30 and 28 minutes. Okay. That's a good amount of minutes. And he actually missed out on like two minutes in Boston because the game turns into a blowout. But this is the thing with Jordan Clarkson. He's shooting 19 and 15 times over the last couple of games. He's going to pick you up some peripherals and rebounds and assists, but over his last two games, 36% shooting and 26% shooting. That is going to go up. Jordan Clarkson is somebody who's going to, at the very worst, start to shoot like 50%, right? He's going to start to shoot like 45, 50%. And when he starts doing that on 19 and 15 shot attempts, let's just call it 17 shot attempts today. He's probably going to score you 35 to 40 fantasy points. Jordan Clarkson's price point is slightly coming down from $6,000 because of some bad shooting nights, but the minutes are there. The shots are there. When they start falling, Jordan Clarkson is going to be somebody that you can see towards the top of your leaderboards on both Superdraft and DraftKings tonight. I think he's a very, very interesting play, especially because I assume no ownership comes in on him. And then potentially the play of the day, we can close it up with the man who's going to be massively, massively owned today. And for good reason, it's going to be Russell Westbrook, who people are very probably disappointed with his recent performances. His recent performances where I would say one of them is actually meaningful to be a disappointed with is is what I would say here and even in that performance he was $8,400 and scored 42 fantasy points which basically means he got you there right because his price point was that cheap he didn't hurt you he didn't help you he just got you there but in the games before that he missed out on minutes and back-to-back games he rested for one of those games so we've only really had one game since I would say the second here so two weeks now where Russell Westbrook has gotten his full minutes because of blowouts and in that game on the second he scored 50 fantasy points by the way let me just tell you that at $9,100 so now a $9,000 Russell Westbrook is going to go out there project out for 34 35 minutes without Bradley Beal on the court even even with Bradley Beal on the court this year, he's averaging 1.36 fantasy points per minute. But then if you take Bradley Beal off the court, you give every single thing to Russell Westbrook. It's Russell Westbrook City today, 1.56 fantasy points per minute. He is probably the best play on the overall slate right now, factoring in just upside for your ceiling, right? We got guys like Isaiah Stewart maybe in the cheaper range, but factoring in your ceiling, your floor, 1.56 fantasy points per minute. Russell Westbrook, what that basically means is that he's averaging right around what Luka Dantich is averaging this year, except Luka is virtually $2,000 more expensive today. He's averaging a 40 or a 37% usage rate, 42% three-point shooting, which is actually pretty impressive, and a 51% assist percentage. 51% assist, 25% defensive rebounding rate. Westbrook is going to be highly owned today. Keep that in mind. It's going to make guys like right around him, Zach Levine, $200 more. It's going to make him much lower owned. But Westbrook is the one guy to be okay with eating the chalk against against this Knicks team. After that, I assume Ishmith starts and plays around 30 minutes for Bradley Beal. That looks good for Ishmith. And Rui Hachimura sees a nice bump up with no Bradley Beal on the court. Rui Hachimura so far this year is averaging 1.04 fantasy points per minute. Ishmith averaging right around a fantasy point per minute. Leads the team in minutes total with 185 with no Beal on the court this season. So there's your in-depth breakdown for an 11-game slate on a Friday. We did it, folks. We did it. No need to be worried. We're going to be back later on today to update for a lot of news that I assume that we get to talk about the projections even more. The finalized projections that you can follow down below for all the injury updates today. 
we're gonna help you out we're gonna be there live so hit that notification bell right hit the notification bell if you're still here let me know if you watch the whole video and when you tap that notification bell it'll ring so some people think they have it on just because the bell's there no no you have to tap it and then it'll like put some little things around it like it's ringing so you do that on youtube if you're listening on the podcast version you made it this far might as well set yourself up for a raffle a hundred dollar raffle once a week for people ending up that leave a review a five-star rating and review literally takes 30 seconds on the apple store so be sure to do that for a chance to get into that if you're watching on youtube so you can go over to the podcast show the sal vetri show and leave that review and just leave a way for me to contact you in the review as well your twitter your email whatever it might be but leave a five-star rating and review takes 20 seconds so thank you for tuning in like and subscribe before you go the patreon stuff is down below and also support the sponsor of the show super draft because motherfuckers you should be putting your first dollars there that's linked down below promo code sal gets you that free money bonus up to 500 ruskies i'll see you all at 4 p.m today the mma video is out we might have a nascar video today we'll have an mma live stream tomorrow saturday with man Preet and uh, appleby i believe his name is very well respected in the mma space so be sure to check out that live stream 5 30 p.m east coast time tomorrow night and then we'll have some more nba content over the weekend you all rock it's been a fun time i'm gonna go take myself a nice 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 warm shower i'm gonna relax throughout the afternoon making some projections chilling out relaxing maxing all cool enjoy the rest of your day gang peace out